The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi of Ebefe alongside Wes Reynolds, a live betting extravaganza to where if you don't have a bet leading up to the game, we'll try to find you one over the course of the next three hours. Make sure to say what's up to us on Twitter, though. At VSIN Live is where you can find the show. At Wes Reynolds 1 is where you can find Wes. At Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. And also use the hashtag VSIN Live Bet. If you have a bet or a question, we'll discuss it here on the program coming up all eyes on Raymond James Stadium for Monday night football between the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah my eyes the goggles do nothing that the eyes are bleeding so far but right now it is three nothing bucks early on in the second quarter and Wes is there a live bet for us to make right now oh god your guess is as good as mine on, on this. Would we game. like to be invested more in this game? No, I, I've already I've already done enough. I, I couldn't even find any props tonight because look, the under, I mean, the under probably looks like it was the smartest bet and I didn't mm-hmm. make it. I was like, eh, it's moved down enough. Maybe I don't want to get involved, but I couldn't find any props, either overs or unders tonight. So I just stuck with the uh plus three and a half. Uh See if the uh, Saints can make a first down here. It is minus three and a half even money yeah. for the Bucks. Yeah, he's got a lot of time and he's got a wide open. They're, uh, they're not Troutman. even putting a total up, or I haven't seen. Now, I now see, it I is see 32, 32 and a half. half. Yeah, I see 32 and a half. So this game ended up closing Tampa three minus 125, total 40 and a half. Uh, so not not a whole lot of points expected, a whole lot of action. But, you know, hey, it's an NFL game, so here we are. But let's get into what we are sweating because for the first time, and I feel like a while, mm-hmm. uh, we're going oppo yes. here on an NFL game on a primetime Monday. Yeah, uh, you laid the three, and, mm-hmm. and I found there were a few three-and-a-halves out there, you know, at, at, at least a few different books. So I, I took the hook while I could. Uh, look, I, we know that the the Saints, as bad as they are, they have kind of been Dennis Allen has been Tom Brady's kryptonite a little yep. a little bit, and really has figured him out. And neither of these teams can can really run the ball if if you look at it. Tampa Bay, of course, dead last in the league, but both of these teams just really been struggling offense. A lot of injuries on both sides. There you see they're showing the Bucks secondary. You know, those are two starters and, and you know, another regular player yeah. in the rotation with safety Mike Edwards. So, 
you've just seen these two offenses sputter and you know it's kind of almost like a gut play Femi I mean I don't have like a lot of stats to back up taking Saints plus three is like this team just got shut out market's gonna hate it so I'm gonna go against the grain a little bit and that's basically what I did here with New Orleans there you go is a Taysom Hill is our first TD score he's been he's been a little bit MIA lately he has yeah that's 60 to one on first to, oh 16 to one mm-hmm. sorry <laughs> I heard mm-hmm. 60 I was like good god 16 to one Taysom Hill to be the first touchdown scorer in this game Andy Dalton hits a wide open Taysom Hill for a 30 yard TD pass uh, as the Bucks right now trail six to three Saints pending the extra point can go ahead and uh, make this a four that, point game that actually was one of my live keys tonight mm-hmm. uh, I called it uh, a hill of beans because that's kind of <laughs> what it's been the last few games. Uh, Taysom Hill has 72 rushing yards on 19 carries over his past four games, five passing plays over that span where he's thrown the football 5.4 yards an attempt. And if you look, he's run 80 routes this season and he has 31 receiving yards. I think he eclipsed that just in one play right there because, you know, I was kind of screaming last week, uh, you know, when I was up, you know, took it late. I took the saints late at the 49ers. It was 13 to nothing. Because it was like kind of a short-term sell spot for the Niners because everybody really loved them After off night, that Monday yeah. night win. Saints had so many chances to score. I'm like, why aren't we running Dalton, you know, inside the 10-yard line with a go-to-go situation? Put Taysom Hill at quarterback. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to be fair, teams have probably seen a lot of this on film now. And they figured it out, so you got to get away for him to get involved, and they just did. Yeah, they did right there. As right now, the Bucks laying one and a half total, 36 and a half. You mentioned some of your keys for this game. Uh, what else were you kind of eyeing in tonight's contest? Yeah, another one was, uh, you know, the Bucks stops at the line of scrimmage because it basically does. Uh, league worst 3.3 yards a carry, 72 yards on 30 carries against New <laughs> Orleans, actually in the first matchup in week two. So, you know. Tampa Bay just has not, I think, really figured out how to get the running game going. I think they're trying, but they're trying in vain because, you know, we know the offensive line issues have really materialized since basically day one of training camp when Ryan Jensen went out for the season. So I'm uh, I'm actually looking at the stats right now. Ten carries for 35 yards so far for Tampa Bay. So you're seeing a lot of two- and three-yard gains. They're averaging 3.5 yards uh, a carry, basically. So... That's been difficult, and also the offensive line issues have made it kind of difficult for Tom Brady, you know. Uh, Brady a doubting Thomas, and he's probably doubting his offensive line this year because 7.7 average length in terms of yards per depth per target, 2.28 seconds time to throw. Those are his lowest numbers in his three seasons in Tampa, largely because, you know, partially because he's 45 years old, but also partially because the offensive line just hadn't been able to block for him. And then – you know, Saints not marching in. 13 points or less in three of their four last uh, last four games, rather. Camara, 3.5 yards a carry or less since week number seven. Hasn't really looked like he's found a lot of running room tonight, even though they're definitely trying to establish it. Three carries for nine yards so far for Camara. Yeah. And uh, some of the keys that I was looking for for tonight's game, uh, my first one, Iron Mike Evans. Because Mike Evans has this rivalry with Marshawn Lattimore to where they come to Mm -hmm. blows, and Mike Evans turns into Mike Tyson at times, but Marshawn Lattimore is not in tonight's lineup for the New Orleans Saints. He's dealing with that abdomen injury. I figure that maybe this is a big game for Mike Evans now that he can focus and not be in this kind of uh, individual battle there with the, uh, his counterpart on the other side. Then also the Bucks run defense versus the Saints run offense. Vita Vea, Akeem Hicks, both those guys healthy, ready to go mm-hmm. in tonight's game. Can they slow down Alvin Kamara? Then the last one was the one that you talked about a little bit earlier, Tom Brady versus Dennis Allen. Since Brady went to the Buccaneers early in 2020. Bucks 1-4 in the regular season against the Saints, also averaging just under 15 points per game in those matchups. Brady, for whatever reason, has struggled against Dennis Allen in this defense. Now, the Bucks won for the first time in the regular season earlier this year, but there's still been those struggles against the New Orleans Saints. So how that matchup kind of plays out is likely going to determine who wins this football game as Brady and the Bucks offense once again back out on the field, uh, starting at the 25-yard line, and they go to the run. We gained about four mm-hmm. or five yards there on that game. Yeah, I mean, look, you can't totally abandon it. By the way, uh, Leonard Fournette active uh, again tonight. So mm-hmm. you've got you've got to find a way at least to, you know, you're not going to break off probably a lot of big runs. But if you can get four yards on first down, just make it, you know, second and intermediate. And, and that's what you got to do. You just don't want to, 
be behind the chain. So, uh, you know, Tom Brady started nine of 10 tonight, now one of five ever since. So 10 of 15, a uh, little bit of a regression on the last couple drives, but that's kind of what you're seeing Tampa Bay do. And that's what I was talking about in the terms of the depth of target or lack thereof, mm-hmm. I should say. He's not getting a lot of long plays down the field. He had that one that, that, that got knocked away earlier, but a lot of this is like short passes, passes out of the flat, little slants, little routes over the middle, some sideline routes as well. They're just, that's what he's basically doing. They had a nice drive though on the first drive, ended up settling for three. Doesn't it just feel like Brady's a little off because you, the, the two deep passes that he's tried, he's one of them was underthrown. The other one was overthrown. Last week against the Cleveland Browns, the way that game ends is Leonard Fournette gets taken down for a loss of two. It, it feels like Brady and the receivers are kind of out of sync, which mm-hmm. is strange because outside of Russell Gage and Julio Jones, these are the guys he's used to throwing to, whether it's Mike Evans or Chris Godwin or Scotty Miller. I, I don't understand why there's just – it feels like they're just out of sync. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and you look, that's what New Orleans – or Tampa Bay, I think, the offense all year – really has been out of sync if you look at it, but still somehow, some way, number one in the uh, AFC South. They are currently two losses ahead of Atlanta, but at five and six doesn't exactly look, you know, like a safe position. No, it doesn't look safe at all. Because if I believe New Orleans wins this game, they're only a half game out of of first place, which is remarkable because they're sitting here at four and eight. This division yesterday, we saw the Atlanta Falcons lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers. That could prove to end up being a pretty big result, especially here for this Bucks team or whoever wins this division. Carolina was out in the bye. But, uh, yeah, this division, it's a good chance the winner of it mm-hmm. is going to be below 500. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and someone's got to go and represent the NFC yeah, South in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, someone's got to go. Someone's, someone's got to win this division. The uh, NFC South uh, has become the AFC South uh, <laughs> yeah. very much. It's like, well, somebody's got to win the division. It That's, damn sure hadn't been the Colts, though, over the last several years. Someone's definitely got to do it. There's an incomplete pass there to uh, Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. It's Even anything contested, it just feels off and very strange. From this Tampa Bay team. Uh, one random observation, not betting related. I, I kind of wish the Bucks would have worn the creamsicle since the Saints are wearing the old school uniform. Yeah. These are the Saints' best uniforms. I like the black helmets with the oh, gold, yeah, with, the the gold with the gold uh, uh, fleur-de-lis uh, on, on the lid here. So I, I actually like these. Uh, Bucks should definitely go to the creamsicles for a game like this. Give us something to watch, you know? (laughs) Well, I I believe uh, next year they will be officially going to the creamsicles, as we'll see some of these teams actually get to use those retro jerseys because then they can get the actual helmets that match them. I I made a a tweet yesterday. I was like, as a a long punt return here, punter makes saves the day here. 35-yard line. So, uh, is that Shaheed again or whatever his name is? Yes, it is. We were joking about it uh, during VEASAN primetime in the the uh, control room that there's like primetime Shahid for something like he mm-hmm. in primetime games. He it was the game against the Cardinals, I believe he had a big performance, yeah, uh, in primetime. And now here he is once again. He's caught a big pass and now he makes a big return. He's he's making a name for himself. He he, uh, he absolutely is. Uh, but b- back to the retro thing really quickly. I saw some of the retro paint jobs in the end zone. I was like, see, this is what mm-hmm. I grew up on in the 80s. The you know, absolutely, yeah. let's go old school. Let's go, uh. The uh, Chicago in the end zone at Soldier (laughs) Field, that'd be nice. But uh, nevertheless, Saints in very good field position. Saints minus 2.5, minus 130, 36.5 on the total. Well, we're just getting warmed up here on VSIN Live Bet tonight. We'll be tracking this game all throughout the show. Right now, New Orleans, like Wes said, a favorite in-game with a four-point lead. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Well, it's football season, and the GM Shuffle podcast is a must-listen for every single football fan. You can hear former NFL executive Michael Lombardi give his unfiltered opinion on players, coaches, teams, all throughout the NFL season, Monday and Thursday. And, hey, I host that podcast with Michael Lombardi. So make sure to check that out wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review. You know the whole deal by now. Uh, we've been getting a lot of good feedback from the folks who uh, listen and watch the YouTube feed of the podcast as well. So uh, be one of those people. Like I said, subscribe, rate, and review. Join in on a lot of the fun and the conversation. Uh, as it was another fun day with the podcast uh, today, Wes, mm-hmm. taping that this morning. Uh, Michael and I have uh, have a difference of opinion on one Tua Tungavailoa. So uh, Michael got the uh, got, got to laugh in my face mm-hmm. a little bit after what we saw yesterday in the Dolphins Niners well, game. Well, he, he's your guy, right? <laughs> yes, he's my guy. He's your guy. He's, he, he, Michael said I had an MV picket on Tua. I, I, I am not, I'm not aware of this. Mm-hmm. I was like, if it's at 80 to 1, I'll take it. But I, yeah. didn't, I did not bet Tua to win MVP. But apparently that's, uh, that's the guy that I have yeah. to plant my flag with. He's, he's like, your boy. <laughs> yes. Like yeah. Michael Wilbon, your boy. <laughs> my boy, Tua. My boy, Zach Taylor. Your that boy, one Justin came out of nowhere. Fields. Justin Fields is my boy. That what yeah. I'll claim. I'll claim Justin Fields. Is, uh, that's been one of the fun discussions throughout the season, um, what we think of the Bears' second-year quarterback. But uh, back to the Monday night football game, uh, it feels like an uncharacteristic drop from Chris Olave there on third down. New Orleans now punting the football on the Tampa Bay 45-yard line. So the Bucks will get the ball back. Uh, I tweeted it out just like three minutes ago, and I want to get your thoughts on this. The Buccaneers feel like the football version of the Lakers mm-hmm. to me. And not this year's Lakers. I know the Lakers have been playing much better recently. Shout out to Anthony Davis. My God, he's looked like an MVP yeah, recently. Yeah, he's, he's been absolutely destroying it. <laughs> he's been awesome. But, like, you remember last year's Lakers team that had a high expectation, super, not Super Bowl favorites, but NBA Finals favorites to start the year. Then they got off to the slow start. Everyone says, hey, it's early on in the season. Don't panic. And they continue to play poorly. Everyone says, still, don't panic. Yeah, just, they're, they're going to flip years, the switch. Yeah, they'll get healthy. They're going to flip the switch. Don't panic. They still played poorly after the All-Star break. People said, okay, maybe panic a little bit, but they'll still make the playoffs. And then they didn't make the playoffs. They didn't right. even make the play-in tournament. Right. Is this Bucks team kind of similar to that, where the market is still yeah. showing blind faith into an all-time great? You know, a little bit, and I think that's actually a very good comparison here, is the fact that now now they're, they're blessed in being in this weak division where it doesn't yes. look like anybody's going to like really go get them they're going to have to fall back to the pack. They're basically just trying to survive and win a battle of attrition and win some winnable games. But it does kind of feel like that with Tampa Bay. And 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 you kind of saw it, and that's why I went with the season wins under over the summer. You kind of saw with the offensive line issues, with, you know, and it's so hard to come back and, run and, and, and you know, run it back. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they tried to do it last year, got beaten the, uh, in the uh, second round against the uh, Rams at home. But – that's so hard to like come back from. And look, Father Time is undefeated, even though I still think, you know, I don't think Tom Brady is exactly looking like, you know, some other quarterbacks, Matt Ryan, you know, <laughs> where they're really showing their age. Like, I don't think he has a noodle arm at this point, but he's clearly not going to be what he was. A lot of it is going to have to be the combination of his intelligence and mm-hmm. scheme and 
you know, he could still, you know, uncork a deep ball. He's like a, you know, a pitcher that's, you know, only throwing 93 or 94, but they got, they can go a hundred at least once. Hey, can you give us a real, real, you know, crank one up here? Okay, Skip. And Brady can kind of do that. And you saw it earlier in the half, even though it was incomplete. But I think the offensive line, look, when you got a 45-year-old quarterback that is not a runner, nor never has been, you've got to have an offensive line up front that, that's going to be one of the better units in the league. And he had that his first year. They won the Super Bowl. But now with all of these injuries uh, – with uh, uh, what was the guy that went to Cincinnati? Is uh, it was Kappa? Uh, yeah, Alex Kappa. Alex Kappa, uh, and then of course uh, Ali Marpet. Ali Marpet retired. Jensen went out. Tristan Wirfs has been in and out of the lineup mm-hmm. all year. Uh, they got the guy Shaq Mason in a trade from New England. But when you don't have that line in front of you that can protect, and you don't have that really good running game like Tampa, it wasn't like they were tops in the league. But when they had Fournette and Jones, they were able to at least run the ball somewhat consistently. And you're just not seeing it now. Uh, 72 yards on that first drive, and then all of a sudden, defense has figured it out, and they've got 40 yards on the last three drives here tonight. Yeah, it's been pretty bad. And you mentioned that offensive line, and it feels like ever since, I think it was right before the playoffs last year when guys started to get a little banged up. Jensen had the injury Mm -hmm. with the ankle. Tristan Wirfs ended up uh, missing that game against the Rams because he was trying to fight through an injury against that Rams defensive front with Von Miller and Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd. And and it just feels like they've been cursed on that offensive line with health. And and maybe because they had Sterling health the year they won the Super Bowl and everyone was able to kind of make it all the way through. But I don't know. For some reason, they can't stay healthy up front, and, and Brady's play has declined because of it. And it's been a bad situation for that offense. Uh, especially when they play the New Orleans Saints, as right now they face another third and five. But we didn't get into the first segment to the most bet on player props and anytime TD scores. So let's do that while we have a little bit of time. Uh, any surprises for you here, Wes? The n- number one most bet on player prop over at DraftKings, Jarvis Landry under 40 and a half receiving yards at minus 145. Yeah, and I and I saw that release, and I was actually tempted. Oh, was, was, was that that was a release? Is yeah, well, 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 yeah, I saw that. You know, when I was kind of looking like for different props, and you mm-hmm. know, maybe guys that specify in that market. But you know, there there was there was a notable that I think really did like that Jarvis Landry mm-hmm. under because uh, you know he he's been just kind of a non-factor really, really yeah. in the offense. Uh, you know, they're trying to obviously – they're using Camara at least a little bit more in the passing game. So, there were some there were some folks that I think liked that. So, not a surprise necessarily with, with, with a low total, and I think the under was a little bit more popular in the marketplace than the over, where, you know, they're betting some of these unders. Because usually on these primetime games, it's like over on the quarterbacks, over on the star receivers. Mm-hmm. But these two teams hadn't been able to score. Well, they went over on Tom Brady's passing touchdowns, over one and a half at minus 145. That was still the second most bet on prop. And then Chris Olave over 59 and a half receiving yards at minus 125. But then the number four and number five most bet on props were Dalton under passing attempts at 32 and a half. And then Tom Brady under 25 and a half passing completions at minus 145. As for the anytime touchdown scores, the top anytime TD score was Chris Godwin plus 175. It feels like Godwin hasn't really been able to make an imprint on on this season. Like he came back from the ACL injury, and I'm not even sure if he's a full year removed from that surgery because he got hurt. It was around this time last year mm-hmm. in prime time against New Orleans on a Sunday night game. I think that was like week 15 or 16. So there's still quite a bit of like like he, he's about 11 months removed from that that surgery. So he doesn't feel like he's all the way back to himself. Evans plus 140. I think he's got to be dealing with something as well because he's looked a shell of himself over the last month. But this Bucks team, offensively, it just feels like they're just kind of hanging on by a thread. Yeah. And, and, and if it just takes one more injury and the whole thing is going to collapse. Well, and, uh, and, and everything has been working toward that. I mentioned the offensive line injuries, the fact that your quarterback mm-hmm. is 45 years old, the fact that your receivers have dealt with some injuries, and the fact that, look, you have a new head coach in Todd Bowles. I know he's been a head coach before, but, you know, moving over from coordinator, so he becomes the head coach. And Byron Leftwich now becomes the play caller because he was the offensive coordinator, but he wasn't the final decision. No. Bruce Arians was the final decision. When you have guys in new roles, it takes a little bit of time. And if things, you know, aren't set up ideal, this, this is why you get, I think, these erratic results between uh, these teams, especially with Tampa Bay. Well, we got two minutes and change left, I believe. Or are we at the two-minute warning right now? I think yeah. it's 2.32. Yep. Oh, 
Right, yeah, so they just took a timeout for the two minute warning. Okay, so yeah, so we're at the two minute warning right now. I think my page was slow to or slow to to refresh here. And you look at the yardage. I mean, gosh, it's been really dominated by the New Orleans Saints. I mean, New Orleans has 19 plays, 130 yards, and 130 yeah, 130 yards. I should say. Then Tampa Bay, 34 plays, 131 yards. The Bucks are averaging 3.9 yards per play in this game compared to New that, Orleans at 6.8. That that's putrid. That's it's, the, it's really and that, and that is something I usually look at in terms of not only evaluating pre-flop but also halftime bets. You know where I like to kind of take that one big play if there is something that kind of like if you have some stupid yards per play number that's really high, that's when you kind that's when you kind of take it out and you know that gives you a more true essence. Uh, but there really aren't a lot of big plays to take out necessarily for Tampa Bay. I'm just looking right now. What is their longest play from scrimmage? I believe it is 14 yards to Chris Godwin. <laughs> yeah, so even if you take that out, that's even worse. Yeah, it's been uh, all bad here uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But, you know, there's still plenty of football left to be played in this game. Maybe they can turn things around. But uh, based on what we've seen, uh, yikes. This, this game yeah. has played out quite like a lot of these other Bucks saints games have played out. And for some reason, the, the Bucks just can't really crack the code of Dennis Allen here. But... A situation that they have right now is to uh, potentially pick up some yardage on a third down, and finally Tom Brady finds Mike Evans there on the sideline for a first down. Yeah, they they definitely needed that. They have been. Oh, but you see, look look at Evans. He's a little shaken up after that. Yeah, there's something that's bothering him. I don't know what it is, but because he he takes this hit, and I don't know, maybe if he got a just like a bad shot to the ribs or something. Because uh, it kind of came on the backside there. These receivers haven't been, like, totally healthy for on a week-to-week basis either. Oh, no. Well, we'll find out what it is. I'm sure maybe at halftime or, or elsewhere. But right now, the Buccaneers trailing by four, hoping to drive down the length of the field to maybe get some points on the board. We'll be back with more on v Live Bet tonight. Sim live bet tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is here calling all soccer fans to lace up your boots with the World Cup in full swing. Now is the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day and receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Bebfe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, we just saw a Tom Brady interception while we were in the break. Brady throwing the ball right to Demario Davis, the mm-hmm. Saints middle linebacker. Don't want to do that. And uh, right now, New Orleans now has the ball inside Tampa territory. A chance to add to their already 7-3 lead while also understanding that they get the football to start the third quarter as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You look, uh, Tampa Bay has ruled the time of possession, but if you look at the yards, it's dead even. 7.2 a play. Andy Dalton's looked relatively sharp tonight. And and if you watch, obviously, this New Orleans offense last week in San Francisco, they couldn't do anything. They had so many chances to at least get points at the end to get that back door when they were down 13 enough. And we know the defense, I think, is still very solid, even though they're a little banged up in the secondary as well. But, yeah, he almost he almost broke that one. But mm-hmm. they need to see more of that out of Alvin Kamara where they can get, you know, five yards on first down, five, six yards instead of two and three yards. So 45 seconds left to go for the Saints. They do get the second half kickoff. This team, also they also have three timeouts. So I got to think any type of completed pass here, and it's going to be short to Kamara, and he's not going to be able to get out of bounds. I think you got to use the timeout here. Yeah, that'd be my guess. Because if you're Tampa, it's probably if we can get anything yeah. on the board before yeah, halftime. Yeah, it's like, I think Tampa, if they hold him to three. New Orleans called timeout. Yeah, no, okay. I was saying New Orleans needed to call timeout because oh, yeah. they got three of them, and they threw that pass short. Sorry, so I now, thought, for some reason, I thought that was third down. Yeah, yeah now it's third and two from the 19-yard line. Saints. Uh, Minus three and a hook, uh, my, and uh, 35 and a half on the total, minus 185 money line, plus 150. Of course, uh, field goal attempt, the favorite on the drive result at minus 190, 205 for the touchdown. Would you lay three and a half right now? Uh, 
I don't know because I think Tampa's defense is good enough to keep this close. But because like the reason why I ask is because you would think New Orleans has at least three in the bank to where they could go up ten to three, and if they go up ten to three and then also have the ball, yeah, I guess it's like it's. Uh, oh, Jarvis and Landry! Jarvis Landry that, 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 that was going to be a touchdown <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. Now they could have thrown it short, being that they have two timeouts. But mm. yeah, Landry didn't come down with it. Now the Saints got to settle well, for three. Man, uh, Tampa, Tampa's letting them. Uh, yeah, letting Tampa hang the, around. The, the Red Rifle not very happy about that and that throw. Yeah, uh, that's got to be caught. A little too much, but you got to catch that. That's got to be caught. I mean, if yeah. that's overthrown, it's a smidge. smidge. Like, the really top receivers make those plays. You know, the Jeffersons and the Chase, albeit those guys are absolute freaks. But yeah, Jarvis Landry is telling you that he's not one of them. No, he's not. <laughs> is what he's telling you. Yeah, he's a good. He's the number two, number three option, as Will Lutz is good from 38 yards, 10 to 3, 20 so seconds left to go. It does nothing to the point spread because we sit there at three and a half. Now, the Bucks were one and a half point favorites prior to the Brady interception. Now three-and-a-half-point dogs, but you have to lay minus 125 if you want to take that plus three-and-a-half. The total has gone to 34-and-a-half with Tampa trailing, and then who knows what happens to start the third quarter. Mm -hmm. If they were to ever get behind two scores, would this then just become like a dead under game, or do you or do you still have faith in Tampa's offense to put points uh, on the board I, in comeback mode? I don't know how much faith I can have in that offense. I think they're going to get something, but – I want. I don't know if I want anything really to do with the over right now. I'll I'll look at halftime, but mm-hmm. man, there there there's something off with number twelve. Yeah, there's yeah something. It, it, there 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 really is, and you know you wonder if like you you never want to react, but it's like we're we got to be close to reaction time, where it's like maybe this is it. You know, I mean, might maybe be. might go out with a whimper. May, maybe most quarterbacks do. Maybe he's at a wall. Uh, you know, 15 to 23 for 104, 4.5 average yards a pass. That That's not going to get it done. The Saints will let them, you know, get the short stuff all day long. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is that their deep passing game. And Brady's never really been known for like a deep right, ball. Right. It's, all, it's been like precision passing, intermediate, shorter passes, kind of that quick timing game. It's never really been bombs away, but. At least when he first got to Tampa, they at least had the threat of going down the field with mm-hmm. Evans and Godwin. But mm-hmm. it just feels like they just – their offense is impotent. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just to, to, be, to be blunt, as they're just going to take any – they're not even going to try to put points on the board. I think they've, they've seen enough here for the first half. Yeah, 10-3 <laughs> ten, ten is going to be our halftime score. So, uh, New Orleans covers the first half. Uh, they were getting two and a half, even with some vig on the other side. And then 20, juice to the over, was basically the market consensus, 20 and a half. It was a little juice to the under. But nevertheless, 13, that is going to go under. New Orleans will get the ball first in the second half. Mm-hmm. And you wonder, though, if they just they left points on the board there. You felt like that was a, that was a touchdown to Landry. He's got to come yeah. up with that. Because you'd be sitting at 14-3. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's not insurmountable, it, but it might be it for feels the Tampa like, It feels like a two-score game. Is getting, you know, we're getting at least on that borderline of insurmountable. But at 10 to 3, Tampa Bay still absolutely right in the game. Look, New Orleans, even though they've looked, you know, sharper than they have offensively, still, this is a team that struggles on third down, only two of six to nine. Tampa Bay, by the way, five of nine. So it it feels like New Orleans, you know, they're gonna have to win it with Dalton tonight. They're not gonna win it with the running game. And we know that Tampa Bay is still tough to run on. I mean, you're not going to run it on Vita Bay and those guys. They're still one of the best rush defenses in the league, even though they're a little bit down from where they were. Yeah, I'm starting to see right now in the market there as we are. We have reached halftime, which, as always, on VSIN Live Bet tonight, halftime is game time. And we implore you to go to our Twitter handle, at VSIN Live, where we'll put up a poll and get America's second half bet of the night. Whether it's the side or the total, you'll have all four options to choose from. And we will see what uh, you good folks who listen and watch our show like for the second half. But as of now, Wes, for us, I'm seeing Bucks laying three and a half minus 115, total 20 and a half. And that's mm-hmm. juiced towards the under as well. Yeah. No, yeah. No surprise here because it was three and a half. And it, the line really didn't move mm-hmm. on the basis of, of that Saints field goal. Uh, and, and we talk about that all the time here on this program. 
when there's field goals, you don't really see a lot of movement. The bookmakers don't respect field goals. Maybe they adopt the uh, the John Murray mantra of kicking is for losers, as uh, Kansas City found out yesterday. Not that I'm bitter mm. about that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, 10 to 3. It is juiced to the under at 20 and a half. So 33 and a half, the adjusted in-game total. I, I mean, I, I think that that I, I think that that makes absolute sense. I think those are the right numbers. Uh, you just look. Let's uh, break down some stats here very quickly. Saints, 160 yards, only 24 plays, 6.7 a play. Tampa Bay, 38 for 149, just 3.9 yards a play. And then uh, I do my little experiment here. Let's take out their mm-hmm. biggest gain. I think it was. I think they had uh, 14 yarders, so we'll take 14 yards out for Tampa Bay. And then, 37 for 135, so that's uh, less than four yards a play, just a little bit less uh, there than the 3.9 that they have. And then uh, uh, Shahid did get that 40 yarder for yeah. New Orleans, so you got to account for that. Still, that would be 23 for 120. That's over five yards a play, and that's satisfactory. Yeah, no, I, I think that checks out with what we've seen on this first 30 minutes of play here. I think Saints have by far been the better team um, than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now the question is, can Tampa Bay get it corrected? Like, it, I know something that you've always looked at going back to some of these other games that we've talked about is that, hey, teams that are just pounding the ball and just running on first and down when it's not necessarily the most yeah. efficient thing that they could do. Byron Leftwich has been under quite a bit of fire for that right. by the local media, by the national media, by like, hey, like you guys are one of the worst teams in rush EPA and yards per game. And then they try to run and, it, and, and then, then it's like, this is doing. why we can't run it. And then that's why they're always sitting in third and eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they would go away from that game plan or because it's still a seven-point game, do you think that there's still kind of more of the same? I think they're going to do you know kind of what they do, a lot of that short intermediate passing game. I think that's what they absolutely that's what they absolutely have to do. Yeah, it, it's really uh, uh, it, it's uh, this team has me kind of flummoxed a little bit. This Buccaneers team because on paper they should be better, but I guess also you go back to the offseason. Maybe some of the warning signs were there, and maybe it just with the Brian Jensen injury kicking off training camp, maybe there was just some bad juju going around Tampa. <laughs> like yeah. Brady then goes on his sabbatical or whatever, the short-term leave, and then the injuries have just continued to pile well, up for I, this I, team. I thought your Lakers analogy earlier for last year's Lakers was very apt and appropriate here mm-hmm. because we keep kind of waiting. We're like, okay, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. it and we just happen, assume man. sometimes it doesn't happen. So, it not happen. You know, uh, and I'm just I'm, – I mean, I'm looking at these teams. Look, th- this New Orleans team – is the team that I got wrong. I mean, we always have teams that we get right mm-hmm. in our preseason evaluation, and I got New Orleans wrong. I thought they were going to be a lot better, and they're 4-8, and eight, but they win here. They're only a half game out of first place. Now, Grant, I don't think you were all the way wrong because if Jameis Winston was the starter, I think we might see a better New Orleans, but I guess that's neither here nor there according to Dennis Allen. We'll be back with more of the second half of Market Breakdown on the other side. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds. Live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight coming to you from the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We are at halftime of Monday Night Football. The New Orleans Saints lead the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 10 to 3. If you haven't already done so, make sure to go to VSIN Live on Twitter and weigh in on the poll. It's America's second half bet of the night. Bucks minus three and a half, Saints plus three and a half, or you can go over under the 20 and a half for the second half. We want to hear from you guys, and we'll uh, recap those results when the third quarter begins. But, Wes, right now, with the market populating, I'm seeing some places, they, some went down to 20, but then went right back up to 20 yeah. and a half. And some, some of those three and a halves are getting bit a little bit. Yeah, kind of a mix here in the market. Uh, some are three and a half minus a dollar 15. Some, most are flat three and a halves. Obviously, mm-hmm. 110 on both sides, taking or laying. And then I think we're right behind us at Circus Sports, minus three and a half, even money. So, look, up, uh, 10 to 3, so that basically makes it bucks plus three and a half if you're going to take the second half uh, for, the, for the end game. So, I mean, look, that, that, that makes an awful lot of sense because even though I'm on New Orleans here, I don't get the sense that they're going to, like, pull away. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I just don't see that th- this is not a team that really – has the offense or certainly hasn't shown it, even though they've been much better tonight and they've been the past few weeks. They're not a team that really gets margin anymore. Like these aren't, you know, not Drew Brees. yeah, these aren't <laughs> your mom and dad saints or, or your older sibling saints. I should say with Sean Payton, with Drew Brees and company, where it's like they were scoring 30 every week, you know, and, and if you were taking points against them, you had to have somebody that was going to get in the high twenties or in the thirties. Much different now with this ball team. Yeah. yeah, no, it is much different here. But I also just find it hard to believe. I'm like, where are the Bucks points coming from? Because the, we talked about the run game and how that hasn't been working. That's not efficient for them. The passing game, Brady and these receivers yeah. don't really feel like they're on the same page. If anything, I'd maybe say under 20 and a half. And now I'm not going to play it because I, I laid Tampa three. And even if I didn't lay Tampa three, I, I just – I don't really have like a good feel for this game, but man, it's it's hard to come up with something here for the second half. Maybe it is the under, and that's just like the obvious play to make. But I mean, obviously, twenty one. I think you would get definite right. money in on the under. Yeah, twenty one. Then you'd start here. to see some minus one twenty or minus one twenty five. You know, juiced heavily because it's like, okay, that's three scores. Do we see four scores here in the second half? Mm-hmm. And at first glance, I do not. And this is just one of those games, you know, it's just like you, you, I wish that we could come up with a play for the second half because we want to give out play, especially these NFL right. prime times and all that stuff. And, and we, there's been games where we it instantly comes to us. I believe like the under and the uh, mm-hmm. uh, Patriots bills last yeah. Thursday night. It was like, oh, this is a dead under game. The game, yeah. the second half goes yeah, under and, as well. And even if it's, it's an in play, like, you know, Utah when Caleb Williams got hurt on Friday exactly. night where it's like, okay, this guy's not moving right. Exactly. So, so maybe we ought to jump on in here. It's just, I don't know if anything is speaking to me in this market per se. Um, Cause I don't, I, I don't have faith in Tampa and I, and I laid three mm-hmm. and I, I don't think I'm in good. You're not, you're not <laughs> adding more. It's like now no, there are, and there I'm... are sometimes like, you know, in the, in the second half where it's like, you got to just hope for the best. Yeah, pretty with, much with, with with some of these, and it's 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 not been a good NFL week for me, um, which is not I mean, not, not not I either. So it's like you know that's, that 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 Jets was a real kick in the you know what which yesterday, is, which is actually funny because that was one of my few winners yesterday. Because when it got down to two and a half, I laid the Vikings. Yeah, and I was like, man, that was a ski mask robbery for me. I was like, <laughs> what, no well, I was like, covering. what is this play calling? 
I had no business covering that game there. I don't know what the hell the Jets were doing inside the red zone, but uh, hey, I man, appreciate but, it. But you know what? You don't ask any questions. You're like, okay, I got away, I got away with one. Yep. And now you're seeing with Minnesota, it's like they're this 10-2 and two team, and they're getting points from the Lions. Se- secrets out. Yes. <laughs> secrets yes. out on that one. Uh, they're living right. I, and, 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 you know, I got a little surly yesterday. I was like, man, even though I bet the team on the win total and the division and even a long shot Super Bowl future, I was like, this team is poverty. Yeah. This team is absolute poverty, and they keep finding ways, though. Yeah. Sometimes that's what you need. That's a, that's all you need sometimes there. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's been it's been a rocky, uh, let's say, rocky NFL week for me. But there's been a lot of winning weeks so far this season. So, yeah. you know, it, it's a give and take. You hope that you can take more well, than you Well, I mean, you, usually uh, – and, and, look, I'm not an exclusive dog player. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in favorites – what were favorites? Like 12-1 and one yesterday or yeah, I thought I, I think, saw yeah, – 12 and 12-1 straight up. Yeah, that, that's, usually, that's usually not going to be a great week for me when that <laughs> happens. And I'm not like, you know – all dogs. I'm not. I don't do no. the, the our our friend Dave Tooley strategy. The dog or pass. But when it's that lopsided, yeah. usually I'm taking a couple L's. Yeah. No. It's it, it was not great. I think God. What did I, I had Colts plus ten and a half. Twenty one nineteen. I, I, in the I, I had eleven quarter. and a half. And and uh, oh, and yeah, it was a one score yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I look at it. You know, I was like, how does this happen? And that's the thing is that my whole handicap with that game was like, I I don't think Dallas is going to play that well. You know. Maybe they had a little you bit too much thought, turkey. You kind of thought it was yeah. a little bit of a slow start. It look, was. And it look, was. Dallas was, I thought, average at best yeah. yesterday. Yeah. And then, I mean, the, and the Colts just, uh, you know, with all of those turnovers to get to get. I'd never seen a 33 to nothing run in the fourth quarter <laughs> in the NFL. It was truly special. And uh, and, not and you could kind of tell once that second turnover has. I think once Hooker, of course, the former Colt. That yeah. always happens to the Colts, by the way. <laughs> all the Guy, former guys. guys that maybe were disappointments in Indianapolis. Like, I remember Jerry Hughes. Mm-hmm. And then when he played for the Bills, he Came had back. sack after sack after sack against the Colts. So Came back to bite them in the ass. Once that happened, once that happened, once the Hooker turnover happened, I felt like you saw the Colts quit yesterday. Yeah. Me personally. I also had I had Bears plus four and a half and plus four. Yeah. That was kind of a gross and, way to lose that. And 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 Dallas, you know, when they smell blood in the water, and that's a sign of a good team. Keep stomping them. You know, you don't let them up. One hundred percent. Like I was telling Elliot, our producer, I was like, I don't think Dallas ran the score up. They just kept getting the ball in advantageous yeah, you're giving it to them, and then they're running the ball, and you're not tackling the guy. <laughs> yeah. um, as uh, what the- are they supposed to do? <laughs> just like. You know, put in the fourth and fifth stringers. Well, the fourth and fifth stringers uh, were, are still yeah. NFL guys. <laughs> Malik Davis is the third string running yes. back. Runs it in for a touchdown. Exactly. It's like, damn. Exactly. You, you, could, you could tell the Colts have when it got 34 to 19. Hey, done. They, they were like, all right, we done. Let's go back home. Um, speaking of done is this opening drive of the second half for the New Orleans Saints. Looks like they're going to go three and out. So just what the doctor ordered here for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Devont- Levante David, in on the stop. So uh, Tampa's going to get the football back. Early on in the third, we'll see if they can get something going. Right now, they're two-and-a-half-point dogs, total at 33-and-a-half. Um, and I'm fascinated to see if we get some early down change-up in, in some of these play calls or if they go back to their same old uh, mm-hmm. pound the football, but mm-hmm. they just don't have the offensive line to pound the ball. Not really. You know? I mean, you know, they're still going to do it to keep this defense honest, I yeah. think. But. And, they, and they should mix it up, but, I mean, it just can't be every first down, you know? <laughs> it just yeah. It becomes like, all right. You're sitting in second and nine, second and ten once again, which is not what you want to do against a pretty good New Orleans defense and a defense that they have struggled with dating back to 2020 when Tom Brady just arrived there in Tampa Bay. So it goes down to two and a half, minus two and a half for the Saints, minus 125, minus 150 on the money line, mm-hmm. plus a dollar twenty if you like the Bucks outright. Uh, uh, looking for a total, they have. I see put, 33 and a half. Yeah, okay, there we go. Uh, the no offensive score for Tampa Bay, if you want to bet those props, the uh, drive result grouped, which you can see on your DraftKings app, minus 185, plus 145 on yes for the offensive score. Drive result, punt, minus 115, TD, plus 320, field goal, $4, 650 on the TO slash TOD. I mean, based on what I've seen today, I mean, punt, mm-hmm. punt minus 115 feels a little short. Right, <laughs> like, right. It feels like that should be like minus 140. Or somewhere around there. Yeah, but yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of feel like that too. But you know, Tampa, Tampa. One thing about their offense, as as anemic as it has been tonight, they've been pretty solid on third down mm-hmm. because the Saints aren't really getting them behind the chains where they're getting TFLs. You know, where Tampa runs it on first down, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's second and twelve, second and thirteen. So 
Uh, Tampa Bay is five and nine on third down, you know, 55%. So that's, I mean, what Tampa is going to, I think, try to do, they're going to try to throw it, I think, a little bit more on first down. You know, hey, let's get five, six yards on first down. Then we can run it. Yeah. And even if we only get three, we're at third and one here. Yeah, at least it's manageable there. Yeah. Um, and before we head to break here, we got about a minute left in this segment. We have the results from our second half Twitter poll. America's second half bet of the night. America says. And it is Saints plus three and a half, 31%. But we got some difference of opinions, though. I think this is the mm. one that this is the least majority that we've seen um, from a second half poll that we posted so far. Saints plus three and a half, 31.2%. Under 20 and a half is at 29%. And then you had Bucks minus three and a half, 21.7, and over at 18. We had a little bit of a roar here behind us yeah, because uh, in the fifth round of the shootout, uh, former Bruin Riley Smith, now a member of the Vegas yeah. Golden Knights, they get uh, all the points. They get two points in Boston, who had been as hot as any team in the National Hockey League. BGK. Four to three VGK BGK. over the Bs. Uh, Maybe we'll see that matchup, uh, perhaps a Stanley Cup final. Perhaps a preview to what we'll see in June. Hmm. Maybe, just maybe. Now, these VGK fans are spoiled. After, yes. after one playoff they are. They, they are. Were, they were wondering what was going on. Uh, surprise, surprise, the Bucks ran it on first down, but they did pick up a few yards. We'll see how the rest of the drive unfolds when we come back. Hour number two coming up next. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings for the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 